Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. Courtesy of our friends across the pond at Boxing247.com. And we've got a banger coming up this weekend featuring Savannah Marshall and Clarissa Shields, as well as Michaela Mayer going toe-to-toe against Alicia Baumgartner. And all four of these fighters have been going toe-to-toe in the media since this fight has been announced. Also in the fight, by the way, an all-female card, I might add, uh, you're going to see Lauren Price, Karis Ardenstall, Caroline Dubois, April Hunter, George O'Connor, and Ebony, no- Ebony Jones, to name a few. But uh, what I wanted to mention right off the hop here, uh, a couple of quotes, courtesy of uh, Savannah Marshall and Clarissa Shields, who were touring down the River Thames on a boat uh, in front of the media saying this. Anyway, let's see, start off with Savannah Marshall, who said, She's had a lot to say about me, but it doesn't bother me. It doesn't get under my skin. I don't care what she thinks about anything. She's not one of my friends or family, so her opinion doesn't mean anything at all to me. We will do our talking in the ring on Saturday night. I'm going to take her into deep water and drown her in the Thames. Yowza. For her part, Clarissa Shields responded and said, I've always said that women's boxing can sell and that's and that I was the one. It's nearly sold out. There will be nearly 20,000 fans in the O2 Arena, and I've been training my butt off. I want all the smoke, and when I leave the ring on Saturday night, Savannah Marshall will be silenced, and I will be the undisputed middleweight champion of the world. So there you go. There are a few tickets remaining for those fans over there in the UK, and that indeed looks to be one heck of a great fight, and indeed a landmark fight for female fighters across the world. Speaking of landmark fights, let's see what's going to happen with Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, Alexander Usyk, Otto Wallen, etc. The heavyweights who all seem to be jostling for position. In this respect, boxing promoter Dimitri Salida, out of Salida Promotions, I believe out of Detroit, says it's the wrong time for British foes to be facing off and says Anthony Joshua needs to take care of other business first following his defeat to Alexander Usyk. Salida said... It's an interesting fight between Joshua and Fury. For example, Anthony Joshua got better in the second fight against Usyk, but he's still coming off a loss. You know who the favorite is in that fight between Joshua and Fury and who isn't? I think if that fight happens in December, it's not going to be as big as it could be. And I really don't believe it can happen in December because that's a huge fight and it deserves a bigger buildup. For Fury Joshua to be as big as it could be, Joshua needs to put together some significant wins and improvements. The public wants big fights, or some think this guy is going to win or that guy's going to win. At this point, even though it was a good performance against Usyk, I don't think there's anyone who thinks Joshua has any chance to beat Tyson Fury. He continues, I believe Otto Wallen versus Joshua makes a lot of sense. From what Eddie Hearn and Joshua have said, Joshua wants to be considered an elite A-plus heavyweight. And Otto is an A-plus heavyweight. If Joshua comes back and fights a John Doe with no credentials, without a decent record, and no real name, then he's going back down to a very average level. In my opinion, just fighting an opponent with gloves on, with a professional record, without any real accomplishment, I don't know if it does anything for him. It may decrease his value, depending on who the opponent is. There aren't, any, there aren't many fighters in the heavyweight division that make sense. Would he fight Luis Ortiz or Andy Ruiz? Probably not. 
Who else is out there? The boxing world is so splintered with promoters and broadcasters. Otto is a free agent, and that's why it makes sense to me. Looking at the heavyweight division, it is so splintered and divided with top fighters being aligned with different broadcasters. There's only a few fighters that make sense. There are only a few guys available who the boxing fans would buy into and say he's legitimate fight for Joshua. Otto versus Joshua has all those ingredients. The winner of that fight becomes a legit world title contender. Well, there you go. Let's move along here to, uh, speaking of uh, good fighters, flyweight world champion Marlon Esparza. 13-1, a Texas-born former Olympian, has re-signed a multi-year, multi-fight promotional deal with Golden Boy Promotions. Esparza was Golden Boy's first ever female boxer signed to the company back in 2016, and she launched her professional career under the banner in 2017. Uh, to ultimately become WBC, WBA, and Ring Magazine female flyweight world champion. Esparza sits at the top of the flyweight rankings and will be looking to break into other weight divisions. <laughs> Says Esparza, uh, in the cutthroat business of boxing, loyalty has proven itself to be rewarding. I'm super excited with my newly structured deal. I'm with Golden Boy, who I've been with since day one. I'm doing what I love with great compensation, and I have opportunities to become undisputed as a flyweight and unify in other weight divisions. Thank you, Golden Boy. All right. Speaking of uh, signing deals, it looks like Sivanathi Nonshingu signs a promotional deal with Matchroom. Not, not Shinga. Sorry, did I say not Shingu? Not Shinga has signed a promotional deal with Eddie Hearn. He's 11 and 0, by the way, nine knockouts. And he's uh, the IBF light flyweight uh, title holder uh, and fought in an epic fight of the year contender clash with Hector Flores in Mexico uh, this past Saturday night and edging out the Mexican in a roller coaster battle fought at a relentless pace. The South African floored Flores in the second round with a right hand, but the Mexican poured forward in response and a brilliant body attack uh, in the fourth round. A head clash in the fifth caused a lot, uh, caused a big cut in the middle of Flores' head, but did nothing to stop the ferocious pace set by the Mexican and answered by the special one in a relentless first half of the fight. The pace didn't dim in the second half, and a standing ovation for a sensational fight followed the final bell. And it was Nashinga who had the belt placed around his waist via split decision. The 23-year-old then put pen to paper with Hearn and now turns his attention to a bright future with the landscape from light flyweight to super flyweight as exciting as ever. There you go, some news out of Matchroom. Lester Daniel is looking to strike a balance when he attempts to make it a hat trick of pro victories some two and a half years since turning pro. His third pro outing uh, comes when BCB Promotions stage a show at the Park Inn Hotel in Northampton uh, this upcoming Friday night. That would be tomorrow night, September 9th. He made his pro debut, by the way, back in 2020, uh, piling on pressure uh, to Gianni Antak, who threw in the fourth and final round with a groin injury. Antak hasn't boxed since. Uh, Daniel's already floored him, and the third round, his adversary retired at the end of the session, having been the wars. The left hand would not be back in action for another 28 months, so as you do the pandemic and return to outpoint Callum Idol on July 30th. So there you go, some news out of... Uh, Oh, he's, he's nowadays training out of uh, Team Shoebox Gym in Northampton. Yeah, but he was originally born in Nairobi, uh, Kenya. 
before moving over to the UK as a teenager. And although he didn't set out as an amateur boxing until he's an adult, <laughs> his amateur run yielded 15 wins from 14 contests. How is that possible? But anyway, uh, first representing Bedford Boxing Club in the town where he still resides. Daniel, going forward, has big plans. He said, I was good to be out last time and get some momentum going. It was decent performance for me, but I could have done a bit better. For the time that I had off, I feel like I didn't feel off the pace, but I could have made it easier for myself at times. It's difficult when your opponent is not engaging. <laughs> Let's move on to an undefeated an undefeated battle here. Come on. Undefeated middleweights, Richard Brewitt Jr., 12-0, going toe-to-toe -to -toe against Jashan James, 6-0, will clash in an eight-round main event on Thompson Boxing's locked and loaded card. In the eight-round co-main event, Roberto Meza Jr., 15-2-1, takes on Isaac Avalar, 16-5, in a featherweight showdown. Locked and loaded will take place at the Doubletree Hotel in Ontario, California, Friday, September 23rd, and look forward to that one uh, coming at you, 6.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Uh, said Brewer, this will be another step forward toward my career goal of becoming one of the top middleweights in the division. This will be my fourth undefeated fighter I'll be facing in my career. And I wouldn't want it any other way. There are other types of fights I need to win to get me ranked. I'm expecting a tough fight with Joe Sean James, and the, fi the fans will be witnessing a great performance by me. My goal is to break him down and take him out in the later rounds. Ooh, yeah. Good stuff. All right, let's move along to our next story. Reese Mould is convinced that mixing with top-class opposition is in the past will help him wreck Hamad Gaz's unbeaten record. The VIP boxing star jumps two weights to tackle his fellow Yorkshireman at Doncaster Racecourse on Saturday, October 8th, with the vacant IBO Continental and English lightweight titles on the line. Mould, who's 15-1 with six knockouts, is a former English featherweight champion, and his only defeat came in a British title challenge last year against Lee Wood, the current WBA world champion. Gaz, by the way, is 18-0 with four knockouts, has been a pro since November 2014, but the majority of his fights have been four- and six-rounders. Hmm. Mould also has the hometown advantage, by the way, and said, I have won the English title and I've boxed Wood for the British. I've been in it with a lot better opponents. No disrespect to Gaz, but he has just been punching journeymen about. It was hard after the wood loss, but it's helped seeing what he's since achieved. I showed I can compete at that level. Gaz hasn't shown that yet. So there you go. There's some chomping at the bid words out of his mouth. All right. Down to Mexico. Pro Box TV, Marquez Promotions, and Pepe Gomez Cancun Boxing announced today a series of boxing events in Mexico. The first being Friday, September 23rd at the Oasis Resort in Cancun. Their second event will take place November 18th at the Oasis Resort. And in 2023, there will be monthly events throughout Mexico. For example, Mexico City, Monterrey, Calacuan, Acapulco, Guadalajara, and all, all be streamed live on ProBox TV. ProBox TV founders Juan Manuel Marquez, Roy Jones Jr., and new partner Miguel Cato, we're on hand when uh, Pro Box made the announcement alongside Cancun Boxing and the WBC's Maurizio Suleiman. Pro Box TV is about one, putting contenders in the ring against good fighters to make great fights, two, following the journey of top amateurs, and three, the last chance tournament, which is an opportunity to rise once again for those who have had success at the amateur level and not so much as pros. 
like Miguel Cotto, is giving new opportunities to boxers in Puerto Rico. Juan Manuel Macaz will be doing the same in Mexico. And a quote here, I would like to thank everyone for coming today. We're a team from many countries like Miguel Cotto from Puerto Rico, Juan Manuel Marquez from Mexico, and yours truly from the United States, said Roy Jones Jr. We were all successful in the ring as fighters, and we are sure that we're going to be successful doing this. Uh, Miguel Cotto, for his part, added, we're doing, we're doing this to give the fighters more opportunity. We want them to become somebody in the world of boxing. There you go. Let's move on now to Team USA. Team USA have an invitational coming up, and they've announced the roster. Reigning world champions Rashidi Ellis out of Lynn, Massachusetts, and Jamal Harvey out of Oxon Hill, Maryland, will headline the 22-person roster for the upcoming USA Boxing International Invitational scheduled for September 12th to the 15th at the Pueblo Convention Center in Pueblo, Colorado. The first boxing international event held in the United States since 2018 and the first elite international competition since the 27th elite men's world championships will see boxers from azerbaijan china germany philippines and puerto rico take on a mix of team usa veterans and up-and-comers looking to make an impression on the international stage as all boxers work their way towards the 2024 olympic games in paris five of ellis's 2022 world championships teammates will also be taking part uh, including 2022 ambc elite championships gold medalist uh, jajari gonzalez and Jennifer Lozano, as well as 2022 AMBC Elite Championship bronze medalist Amelia Moore and Morel McCain, as well as uh, Shara May Patricio out of Hawaii. Very cool. Rounding out Team USA's women delegation include 2018 Elite uh, Women's World Championships team member Jazelle Bobadilla, also out of Hawaii, 2022 AMBC Elite World Ch Ch Championships bronze medalist Kayla Gomez, and two boxers making the Team USA International debut, Daisy Bamberger and Stephanie Simon. So congratulations to those people, and good luck to that uh, Invitational coming up shortly uh, in a week's time. Finally, for the last story of the day, we're going to turn our attention to Las Vegas, where Sinicia Estrada has confirmed her appearance at the 6th Annual Box Fan Expo. That takes place on September 17th. Uh, for her part, Estrada is a two-division world champion, and uh, she'll appear at the 6th Annual Box Fan Expo, as I said, September 17th at the Las Vegas Convention Center, taking place from 10 a.m. in the morning till 5 p.m. in the evening. The expo will also coincide with a mega-trilogy fight between Canelo Alvarez and Triple G, Gennady Golovkin. That will take place later that evening at the T-Mobile Arena. So there have been many announcements with respect to all the different celebrities uh, taking place at this fan expo, including Brian Garcia, Teofimo Lopez, uh, Juan Manuel Marquez, Michael Spinks, Franchon Cruz Desern, Marco Antonio Barrera, Rolando Romero, Jose Ramirez, David Benavides, Sean Porters, Jesse Vargas, and Eric Morales. Uh, all committed uh, to this year's uh, Box Fan Expo with uh, more boxing stars to be announced. So, very good stuff coming out of Las Vegas. And that winds us up for today. Boxing fans around the world, thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight. It's been my pleasure to bring you the headlines, courtesy of our friends at Boxing247.com. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and join me at 4 p.m. for uh, Knuckle Up featuring Mike Orr and Cedric Benn.